Well, good morning or afternoon. Because it may not, right, it could be the middle of the night, really, for whenever people... Happy midnight to you, our listeners right. on Third Shift. Yeah, we love you. We're glad you're with us. We're... Do they know who we are? We are... Well, why don't you tell them? My name's Roger, and this is my brother, Roger. Bruce. (laughs) My my other brother, Roger. I thought we were going to say we were the inglorious bastards, then share the... Oh, is it supposed to go that... I didn't know you were so prompt. Welcome to the inglorious bastards. Inglorious bastards. My name is Bruce, and this is my brother... My other brother. My other brother, David, (laughs) who's not with us today. He isn't. No. But he wants to be on the show. He's been asking and asking to be on the show. No, we, he hasn't. <laughs> we just haven't said. We haven't given him the big go-ahead yet. No, this show terrifies him. Yeah, you know what I just noticed? There's a pro- when you wear a white shirt, it makes your teeth look less white. <laughs> have you ever had that happen? <laughs> the things you tune into, yeah. I didn't even notice I have teeth. Yeah. You're noticing what color what you, color because you have the Hitler mustache. How they that's, contrast that's covering everything. Wait, 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 You you were laughing at my Hitler mustache. Really, this is not a I've grew it out to, to as a response to your Okay. I gotta no. curl up on the edges. What do they call that when they when it curls up on the edges? Mustache? Handlebar mustache? Yeah, the handlebar mustache. See this shirt that my wife got me. This guy is supposed to be me. Yeah. See that mustache he has? Well, I'm trying to imitate that, and I'm growing it out more. Isn't it nice? I, it's very nice. Yes. Now I'm just trying to figure out why did you and David's hair go so gray so fast, but mine didn't. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, mine's not so gray. Right. I mean, I've. I mean, I got. I got the. You know, I got this little sideburny thing going, yeah, and the but your mustache is completely. But now, now you got this uh, right. little beardette. Yes, <laughs> the beardette that's silver. That's white. That's silver. But the but the top stuff there, what's left is you know there's still some color to it. It is. So, you uh, by the way, good video this morning. That was oh. I enjoyed that. Oh, uh, good. Thanks. When is it ever wrong to say the right thing? <laughs> it's actually it turns out. <laughs> There's danger everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why it's good. I thought you were going to go somewhere with marriage. I really did. I'm like, when is it ever wrong to say the right thing? Because what? The title is when it's... When saying a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Wrong. Bad. <laughs> and you were interpreting that... Gist. A good thing is when you correct your wife and that's a bad thing. Well, that's always a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, I was just thinking like, you know, when your wife says, does this make me look fat? And in your mind you're thinking... It kind of does. But you're not going to say that because even though that might be the right thing, it's it's sort of the wrong thing at the same time it's the right thing. You're trying to be honest. That's why that Geico commercial with Abe and Mary Todd was so good. So the so so you're saying so I'm saying that telling the truth isn't always the right thing to do. It's not always a good thing. It's using your words. It's not always a good right. thing. So I realize sometimes we have to filter. I may say something that is accurate. I may I say look at this. I might think something that's accurate and or true, but that doesn't mean I should say it. Right. Because it's not helpful. Well, this also brings in what Jeff Allen's Mannequin <laughs> Man. Yeah. Where if again, 
I think he actually brings that up when it comes to um, spouses. If your spouse says, "Does this make me look fat?" Then he said, "You become mannequin man." A twitch of the eyebrow could get you killed right now. Right, you don't say anything. You just don't say anything. Of course, if you don't say anything, that can be perceived as, well, you've said everything. <laughs> right. And then it's all over. Right. Oh, I hear what you're saying. So I've, I just always come back with the same thing. Hun, you look hot in that. You <laughs> smoking hot. I love it. Is that a lie? Well, deflection... I don't think it's a lie. No. I think if you just... It's like changing the subject. Um, Does this make me look fat? Um, That's not a question you can, should, will, ever need to answer. So you answer a different question. You answer the question that wasn't even asked. Right. Do I look good? Yes, you look good. (laughs) You always look good. So, quoting Teddy Roosevelt out of... um, not at the museum, too. Some of the Smithsonian. <laughs> so, not really qu- quoting Teddy. <laughs> but I'm we're now our, quoting I'm our Robin Williams. He said, better a small lie than a painful truth. <laughs> that is not good counsel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I The just pastors to... are encouraging people no. to lie more. <laughs> no, I want to be honest about something. So... Okay. Yesterday... Be honest. Tell I, me... I literally, I don't, I'm going to use the colloquialism. I I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I was in a bad mood all day. I mean, I was just in a bad mood all day. Let me stop. So, because I don't know that I've experienced, so like when you woke up, you knew. I mean, when you woke, you woke up with this. I woke up angry. There. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Is it still running over there? I don't know what we are. It is running. Hold on just a minute. It's running, but... Just to make sure. Let's make double sure. Oh. Plug this little thing We're checking because our computer is telling us we're offline. But we may not be. But it's telling us we're offline again. Yep. We're having technical problems. (laughs) Stay with me. No need to go anywhere. No need to check out on the passwords. We're still here. Well, the clock's still running. I think that's good. I... Yes, why didn't we do this earlier? <laughs> I'm going to plug in the... This is this is the key. All right. To the whole thing Well, Bruce here. is working on our technical difficulties. So I woke up angry, Raj. That's what I was saying. I woke up... I was angry. I could tell from the minute I woke up. It's like one of those days, you know, I felt like if the wrong thing happens, I could cuss out the Pope. Which would be... I didn't, by the way. I want, I want to clarify that. But you... Almost cussed out an officer of the law. The law. Well, anyway, so on this, I'm already in a bad mood day, you know. What what could go wrong on a, you know, on a bad mood day, everything's going to go well that day, though, anyway. Not so much. Not, not in my experience. That's your experience. That's certainly one narrative. Let me offer the counter narrative, okay? Which is, Which is I'm on my way home after being in a bad mood all day, and... I get a hole in my tire. I run over one of those little bumps. Like, they have the little round bumps that, that to keep you in your lane so you don't come over too quickly. Okay. Well, I came over slightly too quickly, and I hit one. Didn't think a thing of it. You know, those little bump. Right. And all of a sudden, I went, foot, 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 foot. And I'm like, oh, dear. 
Is one of that little bump stuck to your tire? No, but it is the problem of low-profile tires. So my tires have a profile about that tall. So they they split real easy. They don't have a lot of give. There's not a lot of give. Yeah. So I I just learned something. I didn't know that. They're also I've always had tires that were like (laughs) this. You always have Caterpillar tires on your vehicle. I have truck tires. (laughs) So, but you know, I had the right tools. Marlena picked me up. I went home, got the tools. Came back, there was an officer parked behind said car, and he informed me that I was lucky that he didn't have the car towed. To which I said, thank you so <laughs> thank you so blah, blah, much. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> thank you so much for not towing my car. This will just take a minute. And I literally changed the tire in seven minutes. It that's, went fast. That's good. But of course, the, I felt the pressure was on. I've got literally flashing lights behind me, <laughs> light, you know, like... Change the tire, man. Change the tire. And you know this guy had actually given thought to. <laughs> well, he'd already talked about, I'm lucky you didn't tow the thing. So this was, I thought this was clever. I'll show this to our, I'm going to show this to our folks. Isn't that cool? So that's the new tire I've got on my car. I just think that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that cool looking? It's got these big, it's a, it's one of those donut tires that that's only about three inches wide and big giant <laughs> yellow stickers on it. Going around it. I just, it's very fun. It says, go, it, go 50 miles an hour. Is that big yellow sticker to remind you, this is not a permanent tire. It's not a real tire. Change me. Right. This is a lawnmower tire that's been retrofitted to fit on your car. So since the police officer was following me all the way home at that point, also nerve-wracking, I'm going 50 miles an hour because I've got the donut tire, and it says you can't go more than 50, or apparently the donut will blow up. And already having a bad day, I didn't want that. So <laughs> You didn't want to be pulled over for, listen, you exceeded the donut tire regulations. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, I actually thought about that. Well, Can they pull you over if you go 55 on a 50-mile-per-hour tire? tire. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, i got to pull you over. You know, the specs on that tire only allow you to go 50. And here's the thing. I collect you at 51. With the day you were having, yep. that's exactly the kind of thing that could have happened. No. So we didn't. So, but I was wondering about mood. So I know that emotion is part of who God is. We're created in God's image, so we have emotion. Right. Emotion, in my experience, is generally tied to something that I experience. Okay. So I was trying to figure out how mood happens. <laughs> how can you just wake up in a bad mood? Like, I didn't have bad drink. Now, it could have been because the day before I had to cancel my Mount Whitney trip because they had three new fires in Sequoia, so we had to nix a that trip, which I was supposed to leave for this Friday. Yeah, well, and I wouldn't just blow that off. And that trip involved thousands of dollars. Yeah. So I just know even for me, when I when I take a... Part of the thing that's fascinating is, as I learn about myself, okay, I'm 60 years old now, I've finally gotten a little better sense of my gauges, but one of my gauges is financial expectation. Something is yeah. So a kind of stressor. I had this thing. So for you, there's this. People have paid you it's a, for it, this trip you're taking. This is a big hit. Oh well, and it's a big and it's a long. It's my biggest trip of the year. Nine days, 102 miles, going to the top of the tallest mountain in the continental United States. Cancel that. And you're going to have. You've got to contact all these people. So oh now, now there are all these logistical... The, the sheer number of cancellations that I've done in the past two days is crazy. Because we have van rentals, we have lodge rentals, we have right. hotel rentals. I had multiple airline tickets that I had to cancel because I was bringing in another guide. And right. It was just one of those cancel, 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 cancel days. Oh, it was like cancel Monday. Right. 
So what I'm saying is, um, even there, I don't. It, there's a lot that makes sense with in the moment. So on the cancel day, you're doing all this. You're in fix it mode. You're you don't have time to think about all or whatever. But yeah, yeah. And the worst, but all of this is still registering in you. It's still sure. registering in your spirit. You know what the worst part of Monday was? I lost to Roger by one stroke on the golf course. <laughs> I will say this: he played extremely well. I mean, I mean, he played out of his head well. In fact, the guy that played with us actually thought Roger was a good golfer, <laughs> which, which never happens. Which is hilarious. <laughs> he goes, gosh, you're good. Let me tell you how good my round was, and you duffers out there will understand this. You're going to appreciate it. I did not lose a golf ball on the course until the 18th hole. I lost one golf ball the entire Round. And, and I don't think that's ever happened and before. This is impressive because Roger was three up going into the last hole. <laughs> and that was the only one that you got in trouble on. Lost the golf ball. He literally has to make this seven foot putt to win or we or we tie. So he knocked it in. I mean, just like just like a pro that still has his nerves right in the hole, and I lost. So for context here, you need to understand that Bruce gives me like a 36 handicap. No, I, mean, I don't. I only give you one stroke a hole. I give you an 18-stroke <laughs> handicap. But I could see how that would add to your depression because anyone who loses to me is in a bad mood the next morning. <laughs> well, that's true. That's... At golf. I mean, I expect to lose to you at basketball. That's just a given. That's true. Right. Okay. Um... But no, no, don't downplay how... How weighty it was to lose to Roger in a... Yeah. Words come to mind. Uh, devastation. Uh, uh. Traumatization. <laughs> <laughs> Would rather have shards of glass in my eye than to lose to Roger at golf. So, so maybe there's more to your... In other words, there... I, maybe are, are a, maybe your a whole question? series of things just sort of back up and then you wake up Tuesday, and it's like, boom, it hits you. But this is what I have learned is, I think moods, if you would, seem to feel more random because I wasn't as tuned into what's going on in my head. What are, what's, right. I wasn't as tuned in, in in earlier years, and I still have plenty of not tuned in moments, but I wasn't as tuned in to... What are the things that stress me? What are things that um, make me sad? And I've learned to see what some of those are. So then you just don't have this thing of, okay, why am I feeling this way? Now, I still have these moments. Oh, and I had a sinus infection, too. So there's that. (laughs) Well... Oh, you know, that's that's actually... No wonder wonder I was in a bad mood yesterday. (laughs) But it's better now, right? You're... Mm. Did, how, did, a, how did you I'm wake in a up this slightly morning? Slightly better mood today. Okay, just because you were going to be with me. Yes, that was that was really what I when I woke up this morning. I thought I get to be with Roger this morning, and that for me was just boom. That was <laughs> everything was sitting on go at that point. Yeah, I just thought moods are funny things because sometimes I wake up and I'm in a really good mood, mm-hmm. and I don't even know I don't know necessarily why that is either. 
But, you know, happy, productive, looking forward to things, you know. Right. Yesterday, I just wanted to take a nap that, oh, for about 16 hours. <laughs> just erase this day. Yeah, just a 16-hour <laughs> nap. Can we just, <laughs> just pause this day? Can you imagine if you had a groundhog day on a bad day, <laughs> like if you were in a bad mood and you just kept waking up in that same bad mood? Right. That, that would be awful. So, it, a couple of things that reminded me of. One is, God's mercies are new every morning. Which just remind us of how gracious God is. You know, the sun rises, the sun sets. God gives us another day (coughs) as we understand it. And his mercies are... I just love the way the one... Was that a psalmist that said that? God's mercies are new every morning. um, There's a song, and I think that word comes out of... Is that come out of the... um, Great is your faith... The Lamentations... Your mercies are new every morning. Lamentations 3, maybe. I thought it was more the Septuagint. <laughs> I don't actually know what the Septuagint is, but it seemed like a fun thing to say. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. For all of our listeners, I'll look that up. His mercies are new every morning. Greater is your faithfulness. Right. Is, right. Morning by morning, new mercies <laughs> I see. Right. That's it. I got it. Yeah. Roger was thinking of the song. I was thinking of the psalm. And I think they may... Be related. They might be related. So what's on your mind today, Raj? You seem to be in a good mood. You're chuckling away like normal. Yes, I am I I am the I am the uh chuckling pastor. <clears throat> well what um I was thinking a bit more about the question of mood, and I think that's it's helpful to distinguish or important to distinguish emotion. So we have all kinds of emotions that I do think flow from being made in the image of God. Yep. What is challenging is where, when the hardware got corrupted, whatever we use the term, fall, um, but when things went south, when sin entered the world, then how did good things get altered? And so for me... We also we have to end up having this distinction between, because what we want to do is, oh, being mad is wrong. No, anger yeah. is an emotion right. that God has that, that's a good thing. That Jesus and, has. And in fact, <clears throat> we would say, if certain things didn't make God angry, well, that would be a really big problem. If, if God wasn't angry at um, exploiting Oppression, and, and fraud evil, and yeah. and uh, child trafficking, etc., etc., which something's wrong. So, okay, anger is not a bad thing, but isn't it the Bible to, you know, don't let your anger get to an unhealthy place. The thing is... In your anger, do not sin. In your anger, don't sin. So it's sin. making a distinction between the two. Right. Does so, it say, in your anger, you're sinning? It just says, in your anger, when you're experiencing anger, don't let that lead to sin. So, so God doesn't have to contend with that, but we have to contend with that. So all of our emotions... That, gosh, that goes all the way back to like Genesis 4. Cain is angry with his brother. Yes. And and God says, sin is crouching at your door. Right. It, it, basically warning him, in your anger, do not sin. Yes. Which is interesting. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's exact. Well, of course it's perfect. I mean, I'm one of the pastors. I come up with this stuff all the time. So even so many emotions, like sadness, is not a, is not a, a, 
a bad thing. Even where some people, you know, well, I, I shouldn't cry, or we again we see sadness as a weakness or as a no. This is a Jesus wept. There's this grieving and sadness, not a bad thing. But we're always working with that piece of it, the wiring or whatever. Yeah. That that <clears throat> so when is sadness become that bad mood where I have to say okay. Not wrong to be sad, and not wrong in the moment. I'm not feeling great today, but in that moment, so I'm not going to moralize the emotion, right? But I'm going to try and tune into now what is behind that. So what what is the like for me? Um, I've just had moments where I'm especially angry, you know, <laughs> just some, and I just. You know, I'm sitting behind a car. Half of my angry moments are in a vehicle. Um, uh oh. <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying you're oh. you're gonna go there. <laughs> no, I I didn't know if you were saying our our technology was going south. So I'm behind someone, um, and <laughs> so it's one of these places where you know you can turn right. Mm-hmm. There's a lane to turn, little lane to turn right. And so there's this car here that's going to turn right, and she's got her, her blinker on, and a Mack truck could drive through that spot, and she's in her little sports car. And well, She's not going to get in that turn line. And the light just turned red, and this is one of those lights in Huntsville that lasts like four minutes before it turns green again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just... And I'm just... Yelling things inside my vehicle. No, I'm not yelling at that person because I'm such a wonderful. <laughs> I'm, and, and I really, and then I, I have this moment that I have to have. Why am I so angry here? So anger, this right, and there's where I I go to examine the anger. Joyce said this recently, but my wife Joyce said, and just it's always good to evaluate. Examine what's irritating you. Examining what's right. angering you. What's what's behind that? And so, I've learned now. Wait, wait, wait. Something's going on that's more than just here. And then I start looking back. So, what are the things? And that's when I can discover. Oh, you know what? This thing happened. I wasn't even tuned into that. Um, the bigger point I think I'm making is learning to distinguish with emotion what's healthy and what's not. We tend to just make the emotion, just lump it all in. The emotion is wrong. There's, there's, right. um, I shouldn't be sad. I shouldn't be angry. Um, and, and I, I love what you said. There's a, there's a place where emotion can be wrong if I'm fostering negative emotion. In other words, if I am Continuing to be replay something in my head over and over again that's making me angry versus forgiving that and and choosing to move forward and think about different things because I've been in, in that place and I'll do this sometimes with Marlena I'll get in just this kind of angry cycle and I can't seem to get out of it and then Marlena and I are a little sideways and then I it's funny it, a whole plethora of negative thoughts about Marlena will start coming in my head and then I'm ruminating that's yep. a great word ruminating on those and it's increasing my level of frustration or anger or disappointment whatever that is right. and I realize there's a cognitive side I have to choose not to think that way not to right. stay in that in that mode so 
I'm better now about going, all right, what's really making me angry? Like, even on the golf course, when I now play what I call Zen golf, which is you don't break clubs, because I may or may not have done that in the in the past, you you simply go to the next hole and play that hole without worrying about what happened on the previous hole. But I realized what used to make me so angry, the weak emotion underneath it was powerless. I'm powerless to make the ball go in the direction that I'm fully anticipating. I visualize the shot. That's when it's most, because you visualize it, I see the shot, and I'll hit the shot, and then I hit it 40 yards left into a tree, and it snaps off a branch, falls into a root system, there's no shot coming back out. And bounces back to you at your feet. Yeah. No, that, well, at least you can hit it again at that point. <laughs> no, that's true. No, mine falls into the hole, the root, where you can't even, you're going to have to take an unplayable now. It's like injury upon injury. So it's that whole, I'm powerless. I can't, when, I, when I've thought about golf and why I get so angry, I can't fix it. Right. So then I just, now I've just learned, well, just go with that then. It's okay. Just swing away. Because if you, if, for me, now some people can fix things in the middle of the round. Like Tom Schreiner, he, he's he's uh, he's like, I'm not getting my hands quite through, and the next hole is just perfect. And I'm like, how do you even do that? Mark Booth can fix something in the middle of a round. I can't. It's just just go with it at that point and keep your keep your sanity. See, I can't even see what's wrong. The comedy with you guys. This is where my game is a whole different. <laughs> you you realize something's wrong and you can't fix it i don't even realize you know that your hands are not doing it it's still i still funny me you're talking about boy my hands were so way ahead or i was so wide open whatever and i'm like how do you know that stuff (laughs) all i ever know is (laughs) what the ball does but i have no reason i I have no (laughs) roger says three words after almost every golf shot okay where is it i mean literally he literally has no idea where it went when it left the club. It's like, where is it? And it's not that it's blind. He's blind. I think your is expecting a certain path. It's just never on that path. Right. Isn't that funny? I wonder if there's a life lesson in that. We're looking there, and we think that's the way we're going, and nope, the ball went that way. Believe we're gliding down the highway when, in fact, we're slip sliding away. That Simon and Garfunkel. Is that Simon and Garfunkel? It is. Okay. Good, good stuff. It's <laughs> so. What are we? What are we teaching our listeners today about emotion? Well, we're just talking. Analyze we're, it. We're not. Te- oh, we're not teaching based on <laughs> Roger's Facebook thing this morning. Not all of you should presume to be teachers. Well, we're conversing. It's the, it's is the thing where we're we're not trying to necessarily give someone forty two tips on <clears throat> managing to- emotion. But I think the, the call, part of what we're getting at is is learning what's behind the emotion that right. you're feeling without moralizing, without beating yourself up. Even for me, why did I get so mad? I, I wish I sh- shouldn't be so mad. Why was I so just furious? It can furious? make you mad that you're mad. Right. And then it, it adds, no, no, okay, this is just a moment to, to actually go back. Okay, I wonder what's behind that. Because I can learn from that. Yes. I can learn how certain things are affecting me. And then, honestly, when I'm tuned into that, then I can um, be better prepared. I have had moments now yes. where I realize, okay, 
I'm I realized I've got some stressors going on right now. Yeah. Um, and that's going to affect me. So in advance. Yeah. <laughs> like if if I'm going to go to certain places where I know, well, for me, like if I'm going to get in a vehicle on one of those days, it's like I need to stop and say, I'm going to drive slow today. I, this is I have to slow down. I can't do that. No, I can. I, I mean, it's you hard. No, I can't do it. But I just I, what I I'll, I'll I'm impressed. Set the cruise control for like fifty, which is what I did all the way home with the police officer behind me. I can't do that. And and of course you're so went, much further than well. I here's am. what happens: inevitably, someone else is going forty eight <laughs> in that lane. So now you have to make the 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 decision. All right, do I just zip around her and then get back to fifty? But I know. Once I get to 60, well, it's really hard to come off it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I can't dial it back at that point. But I can't seem to make myself go 47 <laughs> to stay to, boy, life is complex. Can I it? put you on the spot here for a second? Sure. Well, that was fast. Good. So, okay. So I love love the honesty. One of the things I yeah, just love about Bruce the pastor is that honesty um, so you're talking about a, a morning you wake up and you just want to hit people. You want to hit things. You want to, you're just mad. You're mad at, you know. You never want to hit people. Do you want to hit people when you wake up mad? <laughs> I don't wow. wake up mad. I don't wake up. This like, is that part. With violent tendencies. I've got my people. issues, but that's the part I don't, you know, just waking up. I'm just feeling ornery today. <laughs> I don't. I'm just feeling ornery. <laughs> so you, you wake up that I'm just. I think people want to. What did you do? What's the battle? Then what's the narrative? What are you speaking into that? Or are you even trying? I mean, this is where I'm putting on the spot. Was it just like, in? I'm just going to enjoy it and revel in it. But what do you do? Because gobs of other people have woke. You know, have gotten up on a day like that. What do you, What do you okay, do with so that? So what I have to do. This is a good question. I have to intentionally ramp up kindness in my. Because I I still had eight appointments yesterday. Counseling appointments? Counseling appointments. Uh, thankfully, two of them canceled. When I say thankfully, two of them canceled. Because when you're in a bad mood, it can it, it can be hard to stay focused. <laughs> you're not as good a counselor you're not, when you're pissed off. <laughs> but I felt like all day, I, 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 I don't know how to explain it. I set that aside, and I'm focused on that person, which is actually, I'm not thinking about the mood I'm in when I'm focused on another person. That's interesting now that I'm thinking about it. Because I'm thinking, what are they, what are they experiencing? What, what are they going through right now? What are they navigating? And it helps me stay in a. It helps me stay in a good place. So I'm going to do a do a time out there because then I think, there is this thing about, serving, gets the focus off me because yes. when I'm feeling that, sure. we can't help that feeling. I wake up. A feeling is a feeling. Feeling right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but if I keep focusing on me. Then I'm gonna. You talk about the ruminating. I talk. I keep replaying the tape over and over yep. of this offense or that wrong or this thing I'm ticked off about. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> I'll keep doing that. But that's where the focus on me. But it seems to me that immediately, if I can move myself. Now you were forced. You had these appointments, which was probably a kind of grace, because if that's you true. just had, if you don't have the appointments. I think you have to think, where can I go serve somebody right <clears throat> Because if I, in this yeah. mood I'm in, if I stay here, it's going to be about Roger's world. It's going to be about me. 
I've got it to be, I've got to make it somebody else's world. I've got to put somebody else at the center. Yeah. So by the time I got home, actually before I got home, because I had to call Marlene and pick me up to get my tools to come back and fix the tire and all that, I just told her that <laughs> that I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> so the that's <laughs> that's the end of the video part. We're still on audio, so we're going to continue on the audio. But I told Marlena when she picked me up, I said, look, I'm just like, I'm in a terrible mood today. I woke up in a bad mood. I literally woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, I, I love the joke, and that's bad because there's a wall there, whatever. But Marlena and I have learned to be honest with each other. If we're feeling that way, we, we, we offer good. that up, not so that we have permission to be ugly or anything right. else, but it, it lets the other person know Hey, I'm probably. This is probably not the time for us to have important conversations. Right. right. Uh, you know, there's certainly not the time to talk about something that potentially could cause conflict. Right. Because it's just not a. And we're both pretty good about saying, "Hey, I'm just not in a good space today," and we give each other grace. In other words, Marlena doesn't go, "Oh no, right. are you in a bad mood again?" She's right. like, "Okay." She could, you know, be, she could be thinking that on the inside. Well, we might be thinking it on the inside because there might be something we wanted to talk about. Right. And we're like, well, it shoots that plan down. <clears throat> right. But that's okay. That's part of the human condition. No, I love that. And I think this is where we know, where we've grown and developed, is, is even where I'm tuned into it. I'm a little better tuned into. I'm tuned into maybe some of the reasons that are behind that. But I'm also tuned into... How this affects other relationships. I can speak into a thing. I can tell right. other people. I can let people know. Um, and it's also encouraging to me that... <laughs> Average watch time, 10 seconds. <laughs> Our video probably cut out at, <laughs> at it 90 might seconds. Nobody knows. It says we've got 31 minutes on there, but that's okay. Yes. So, so yeah, so part of what we're learning is... I can't control what I feel, and this is something that God showed me a couple of years ago, but I can control what I think about what I feel. In other words, there is a cognitive side to it, where I have to choose certain kinds of thoughts, um, even in relation to my wife or my work, uh, because sometimes, you know, our work is hard, or it's boring, or it's difficult, or it's, I don't know, we we might want to do something different. But that's when I have to be like even yesterday, you know, yesterday with the with the flat tire. It's funny that didn't tank me out. I, I really was not a. I was. I sort of was grateful. I've got the tools. Right. I've got an air compressor. I even brought that. You know, because I couldn't tell. It didn't look like I hit anything. It turned out it was a split in the sidewall. So after I aired it up, I could immediately hear air coming out. I'm like, oh, I'm have to replace it. But I was grateful that I had tools to even fix it. I mean, I can think about times when I was younger. You know, and you go to replace the tire. Okay, the spare is flat. You you don't have the right uh, wrench. You know you can't you can't get the spare out. It's it's one of those right. funky little things right. under the car. You can't get to it, and it's it, you do have a lug wrench, but it's the wrong size. It's the right. Which I'm like, why is that even in there? You know, there's you you've got the you've got the jack, and you find it, but there's not the thing that jacks the jack up. So I can think there's a hundred things that could go wrong. Everything actually went as right as it could go. I literally changed a tire in, like, in seven minutes. Right. And the officer was like, I think that's the fastest I've ever seen anyone change a tire. And I was like, you know, because I had the right tools. So I was grateful. And you had an officer looking over your well, shoulder. Well, I know. That was a little frustrating. 
Uh, that probably sped the thing up a little bit. And if that officer is listening, we so appreciate what you're doing. I it's appreciate not, we're not the knocking fact that office. you did not tow my car. Exactly. By the way, it did, hey, this is something that our listeners may not know. If you ever do have to pull over on the side of the road uh, for a tire thing or whatever, call the police department and let them know where you are so they don't tow your car. Is that what the guy told you? Yeah, he said, he said just call our department. I didn't know that. He said, that way it won't get towed. And just say, hey, I'm going to be back in 20 minutes to, to fix it. Because he doesn't know how long it's been there. He doesn't know how long it's there. And I'm on the side of a very busy... I mean, Governor's Drive is super busy. That's right. And I'm in, I'm in a turn lane, but it's still busy. The turn ah. lane that that one lady wouldn't get into the other day. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but it's still a really busy, busy road. Right. And he said, he said, typically we'll tow those right away because this is such a busy... Oh, and I'm like, okay, I get that. that so that was something sense. I didn't know. Yes, because yep. my thing was, why bother the police department with something I'm going to fix in 20 minutes? But it creates a conundrum for the officer if he's like, mm, yep, well, I, you know, our training is there's a car on the side of the road, busy road, we need to have it. Busy, right? No, that makes a lot more. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Um, so he was correct in saying that I was lucky <laughs> that he didn't tow the car. Right. It's just the way it hit me at that moment was <laughs> I didn't feel like super Captain Lucky. Well, I have gotten better about, and you touched this, when things aren't going well. The other thing, the other little muscle I've developed a little bit, is the intentionality of focusing on all the good things that are good. Even on a crappy day or where things, just what you did, okay, I had the tools. And it's funny how small even... Oh, man, yeah. Or even, I'm in a thing... I just had a flat tire, you know, blew a tire, but then to think, okay, but I know of stories where someone's blown a tire, lost control of their vehicle, um, and it and it got tra- tragic. Yeah. Or didn't oh, even think about that. No, these are the kind where wow. where you start, and even the simplest kind of. I have a vehicle. I have a work. You know, I have a vehicle. Some people would love to have a car. I'm talking about the simplest little yep. things that. Um, don't change everything. It's not like I'm this. This is the magic pill to oh, suddenly I'm cheery, but where you have to work at, I'm chiseling at okay, this um, anger, frustration, this very me focus. Um, <laughs> the phrase, the phrase I've started using more, um, which has been surprisingly helpful. Because, again, so often when I'm driving, this seems to be a theme. Um, I'll get behind that person that doesn't turn Mm -hmm. or this thing. And I say, you know, uh, this is a reminder that Roger's not the center of the universe. That's right. But Captain, you plan it. Well, I did think what's worse than them not getting the turn lane is when they do what I call the half and half. So they, 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 they pull the front end of the car in the turn lane, but the back end is still in this lane. So now you've effectively blocked two lanes. <laughs> right. Nobody, right. Nobody's, no one else can get in the turn lane, and right. no one can go forward in the traffic lane. Great fun. Well, Good and even, time. <laughs> and even there where the, you know, where the, the, you just need the room to get by. You ever have that person who just stops, and there's like... 25 feet between them and the next car. Yeah. If they just pulled up two feet, oh, you could get you by. Could, yes, but no. <laughs> I've seen it. It's like... <laughs> so it's that thing. Now, this is... Years ago when I learned about depression, when I was working through counseling for my own seasons of depression, I learned some cognitive things. But one of the things that I learned was 
um, often blocked goals for me can create frustration and then depression. In other words, sometimes my anger issues are about blocked goals. For me, in driving, it's as simple as movement. Right. I just like to keep moving. And right. you and I are both, I think, similar about this. You know, we even plan our routes based on how many potential red lights are going to be, how many right turns do I have on this way? We are so How many left yes. turns am I going to have if I go this way? Because I want to keep moving. moving. And the thing is, why is that, like even on the way over, because I left real early this morning, which is funny, I was actually early for the pastors, Roger was late, but I left at like 7.30 and hit every single red light between my house and the office and I didn't care. I, mean, I, still, got, I still got here early. It, it was, I would still but, care. But if I leave at, <laughs> at like quarter till, so I, it takes about 14 minutes when there's traffic, right. but if there's bad traffic and if you hit every red light, it's going to be 17 minutes. Why do I uh, just plan 30 minutes? If I'm going someplace that's 15, plan 30 minutes, sit in your car, in your air conditioned car, listen to music, while, whatever. But for me, uh, anger is often a, a blocked goal. So even sometimes with Marlena, I get angry or frustrated because there's something I want to do and I'm sharing with her and I can tell immediately she's not feeling it. You know? <laughs> right. This is not a goal that she has. Right. And I'm like... <laughs> and then I'm like, well, how do I convince her to make it? Why is she so... Blah, 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 blah. So that thing of block goals, I realize I have to give other people room not to share the same enthusiasm for driving efficiently <laughs> as I do. Or whatever that thing or paying is. Paying attention to anybody else being on the road, <laughs> Captain U Planet. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the 200 cars backed up behind you. <laughs> because you couldn't pull up two inches. <laughs> but that's okay. Let it go, Raj. Let it go, baby. Well, I'm in the exact same. That My primary anger trigger that little thing that's going below the surface, whatever, is, right, things aren't working as planned. Yeah. I can't, the lawnmower won't work, and I can't fix it. I'm doing all these things I normally do. Yeah, yeah more lawnmower And problems. it won't work. Um, I, I blocked goal. I, I, I want to get to this place. I can't get there. Um, we, again, with there's this project I want to get finished so I can get these listings on eBay and... Now the internet is intermittent, and it's not... Right. So, block goals and things like you said that you can't fix, like golf. Okay, I can't fix this shot. I know how. I'm doing all the things I, I normally right. do. I know how to. I just can't. Right. I can't actually do it's it. It's not working. So that's why I get even more frustrated when someone tells me, here's what you need to do. And I'm like going, I know what I need to do. I just hit it 40 yards left. I'm not on clear. I'm not unclear on what I need to do. I just can't do it. No, no, it's real easy. If you just move your hand this way. I can't move my hand that way, okay? I've tried. Right. And what I want to do with this club in my hand, with you, the advice giver right now... Why don't you put your head on that little T right there? And see if I can get it right. I'll see if I can open up the face. <laughs> you see what I did at that? That is... That was good. That's wrong. <laughs> Should we? Should the pastors end on? A... I don't know. I can't. Well, with your machine, I can't. The numbers are going by so fast. I can't even no, tell no, how much time. There's a time up on top. Oh, okay. Because that was like I'm like, how does Roger ever even know? No. All right. 
So, so the, the don't, past, don't don't try and come up with a slogan today. No, no, no. Your last slogan. No, my slogans have been so good. No, no, no. Your slogan two podcasts ago was good. Your last one was was awful. It was. <laughs> it's not a ploy. Enjoy. <laughs> what? That's good. That's good. No. That was, no, good. That was not good. So. We're not finishing with any clever Don't sta- get no! mad, get glad. You remember that commercial? There was a, that was that a commercial, yes. That really ages us. Yes, pastor's out. Don't get mad, be glad. Quicker, picker up. Stop it. I think I just combined commercials. One was for a Ziploc, and the other one was for a paper towel. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>